This is episode number 73 with myself and my fiance, Kristen. Welcome to the Pursuit of Happiness podcast. My name is Ryan McGuire, your host. Each week I bring you a guest or a message that will help you along your own pursuit of happiness as well as following me along my own. And this episode is part of that journey. Granted, an unusual part of that journey. Um, I just wanted to do a rather quick episode with my fiance Kristen about what I posted on Instagram just a few days ago when a drunk driver went over my lawn, slammed into my car, my car slammed into her car while we were both just parked in the driveway. We were actually in bed falling asleep. This happened just a few days ago. There's still a part of me somewhat in shock There's actually part of me that's somewhat traumatized when I get into a car, I'm double, triple, quadruple checking nobody's coming. And most of all, there is a lesson to be learned here about drinking and driving. So I wanted to get on the mic, do a quick episode with Kristen, give a recap of the night on exactly what happened, and reiterate, there is no excuse for drinking and driving. I also want to give a special thank you to all the people that DM'd me and left messages on my Instagram with kind words and saying thankful that they were still alive and no one got hurt. We really appreciate that. Thank you so much. We're obviously very happy about the same. So I'll keep this intro short. Here's our story. And I promise the next episode that Kristen and I do will be a much better and happier one. Hi, Kristen. Hi, Ryan. Welcome back to the podcast. Not quite the episode we thought we were going to be doing. Um, I've been trying to have you on. I know our schedules are kind of really busy, especially lately. And I know we will set up a time to do the entire engagement evening about how that happened, how it went down. That's a much more exciting and thrilling episode that we thought we would have done by now, but uh, something happened over the last few days that we both kind of felt the need to do just a quick little episode of a recap of what happened. I posted a video on my Instagram stories. Maybe I'll do that on my feed as well. And I know you posted. I posted on mine. As well and yours. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is kind of somewhat of a heavy subject. We'll We'll make it quick, but we felt the need to tell a story because... As I told Kristen, you never know who is listening to your podcast and who you might affect. And even if it's only one person, that can change the world. And uh, so Thursday night, today we are recording this on Sunday, three Mm -hmm. nights later. Thursday night, we were both in bed. Um, We were in bed by 1030, I would Mm -hmm. say. And uh, 15, 20 minutes later, we hear a boom outside of the house. And we looked at our security cameras, didn't see a whole lot happening. Well, and at first we didn't even really think, you know, we didn't think much of the noise. Like we thought it even was like, was that on the TV? But we yeah. definitely heard something. It sounded like someone like a dump truck. And mm-hmm. I just thought maybe someone dropped a piece of furniture out or, you know, pickup truck or something like that. And um, check the security cameras. Didn't see a whole lot of action going on both? outside. Which one did you actually check? The doorbell or did you check the like I checked yard? the entire yard. Okay. And just to see if anybody was like moving around. I see any movement. That's what I was looking for is movement. 
and 10 minutes later uh, we get a ring on the doorbell and so it's 11 o'clock now 1101 yeah, to be exact 1101 and uh, yeah we got a ring on the doorbell and you know we have one of the doorbell cams which has been a great investment so if anybody's looking or thinking about doing that um, I recommend it I'm pretty sure you recommend it as mm-hmm. well and uh, we're not gonna get the door at uh, 11 o'clock at night we just don't know who the hell is ringing our doorbell I guess I don't know if I put two and two together yet yeah no it was just like we heard a weird noise we were watching a scary show so that yeah. didn't make it any you know better in yeah. our in our minds and then you know we're not answering the door for an individual at 11 o'clock at night especially where we live uh, we don't live in a bad area but still yeah. you know it's you hear stories where like someone rings your doorbell late at night you, you yeah. just don't get it if you don't have to like we didn't recognize the person so we were like mm, yeah. let's it just... didn't seem an urgency or anything so yeah. so yeah so we don't get it um but i went back to my cameras after the guy left and just wanted to have an idea of like where he was going maybe he, i thought maybe he'd go to another house and ring the yeah door. like it was the wrong house or yeah. something i didn't know but when i checked the cameras again that's when i saw a car bumper left in my front lawn right next to where I parked my car. And, uh, yeah, I saw what I thought looked like damage to my car. And immediately I said, Kristen, oh, no, I think I think we got hit. Um, you Did you jump right out of bed? I jumped, right yeah, out? I jumped out of bed and just ran right to the front door and ran. Did you have pajamas on or anything? Cause yeah, yeah, I had, I had my shorts and my sweater was, like, on the kitchen table. So I, I just, like grab my sweater okay. yeah so Kristen beat me outside by like 15 seconds while I just like threw my sweatpants on or whatever not even knowing what was going to be out there like, yeah. what's going on um so you run out there and I don't know if you, you left a door open when you ran out there you said oh my god you got hit yeah um so yeah legit my car got slammed by another car which slammed your car and just to put it in perspective, we parked next to each other, which we actually don't really normally do. We use the garage, but Kristen mm-hmm. just moved in, so all of her stuff's in the garage. And, you know, you, you just moved in, so your car is usually not here. It was not here the night before because you left it at the car place. Yeah, I was getting an oil change and a rot- tire rotation, alignment, all that done. Just normal maintenance. And, yeah... I, and we park side by, we have like the double parking, mm-hmm. um, our, our driveway is big enough to have both cars parked par- like right next to each other parallel. And you opened up your door to get out of your car. Yeah. So there was a gap in between our cars. So to put this into perspective, we are both on the driveway with a gap in between us. When we come out, I am <laughs> slid across the driveway, pinned up against Chris's car, which is out in the grass. Yeah. Um, so over four feet of movement from my car shifting into the grass from the driveway to the grass. Yeah. So long story short, which, you know, we're going to tell the whole story, but the guy drove across the lawn into my car, slammed into my car, slammed into Kristen's and pinned it up against hers. And we just immediately called 911. Um, a neighbor from across the street had heard the boom and looked out their window and saw the guy drive off. And apparently she was calling me, but my phone was in do not disturb mode, so I didn't get any of those phone calls. And uh, the cops show up 15, 20 minutes later. And 
um, yeah, was just uh, kind of, in, in, you know, what did you say? It was somewhat of in like shock, like what the heck? Yeah, you know? I mean, you, I had just gotten home 30 minutes before that. And usually I sit in my car and sometimes I'll talk to my parents or like, you know, a friend. I was coming home from downtown Raleigh and we live in Durham. And yeah, it's really scary that I could have been actually sitting in the car when that happened. There's a lot of scary things um, um, because the next day, not to skip any of the story, but the next day we did look at the at the tire tracks and where that guy hit our car. We're, we'll get to that momentarily. There's a few feet from going into our house and or into the neighbor's house. Yeah. Um, especially if our cars were not there, that, that 100% would have happened. Yeah. 1,000% so would have happened. So call it fate that maybe that our cars were there so nothing worse happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because right now, instead of car insurance, we'd be on home insurance. Yeah. And we'd have a hole in our house. Yeah, um, or someone would be more injured. No one's injured, luckily. Yeah. That we, that, you know, we don't know if the driver was. So to go to go back just a little bit, the cop came over, um, you know, kind of was telling him what the hell happened. And he did a little uh, drive around the neighborhood. We were able to identify the car because the front bumper was in our driveway and it actually had the identification of like what the car was. Yep. And so we knew what we were looking for. So the cop did a quick run around the neighborhood, followed a little bit of the the fluid, the coolant as well that was leaking. So we found the car in a parking lot a tenth of a mile from where we are. Yeah. Six houses down or so. We could see the parking lot from our house. Yes. It's the community parking lot. Mm-hmm. And so we see this car was just a completely bashed in, was it a front? Front right, right. side, passenger front side. right. His front left is completely fine. His mm-hmm. front right is just destroyed. And that's how we know that he was veering into our house because the way he hit our car. And so the cop finds his car and the guy is coming outside from his house because a friend because of fr- yeah i guess he must have contacted a friend to let him know what happened yeah and it was just bad timing yeah. that you know because he was in his house and then all of a sudden you have us and the police right in front of his house just sheer coincidence yeah. the cop had already figured out who it was because he ran the license plate mm-hmm. so he knew who the individual was it was just sheer luck that he walked out of his house at that time so yeah the cop sees him um fast forward just a few minutes i guess we can tell he's pretty drunk and he starts running the gamut as far as the tests go well Um, and he doesn't speak english he doesn't speak english which doesn't help Meanwhile, we're standing here. I don't know about you. I'm livid at this guy. You're you were very upset, and I was trying to calm you down. And I didn't I didn't know what was going to happen, and I didn't want to like, you know, I didn't want to like startle anybody because you know it was like at this point, let the cops do what the cops are going to do. I still am upset. Yeah, I'm honestly still really pissed off. Um, there's a lot of reasons for that, um, but knowing that there is a drunk driver who just destroyed my car. Could have destroyed yours, damaged yours, could have killed anybody. Yeah, no. Where did he go? Like he got to, he got home, so he lives in the neighborhood. Yeah. Who knows where he came from? And he was a hundred yards from his house, but happened to crash his car a hundred yards from. So we're like in between the time from our house and before that. Did he hit anyone else? Did like what? Did anything happen? Yeah. Uh, who, who knows? Who knows? 
And, uh, yeah, I was uh, pretty angry. I mean, I wasn't going to do anything, especially with a cop right there. Um, I had to let him handle business. But, you know, I let it be known. I'm really pissed off because it's that same garage, that same spot we walk our three dogs out of every We walk out of that garage every every day. Every night. Multiple times. And we walk right by our cars to go take a walk, not thinking anything of it. And I had just taken them out an hour before. And it really started to sink into me as like, this guy who's just failing sobriety test after sobriety test. It was bad. Was, it was. He was 60 minutes later than me walking from that garage with all, all three yeah. of our dogs because you were gone and then you got home. We were 60 minutes away from a really tragic accident. And yeah. I, I'm still pissed. And I'm still pissed because I freaking lost my car. My yeah. car is most likely totaled. We'll find out in the next day or two. And yours has some serious damage. Yeah, it was pushed four feet while it was in park, and I can't even open my driver's door very well um, without it getting stuck and popping. So grand scheme of things, not a big deal, but I don't know the further damage, and I won't know for another six weeks because that's the earliest I can get my car seen. So it's just it's just an inconvenience. You know, at this point, it's an inconvenience, luckily, that there's no hospital bills that we have to deal with. Like, again, mm. remind everybody, we are very fortunate that, you know, if it had to happen to anybody, it happened in this situation where no one got hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, because we live in a very populated neighborhood on a main street. There's kids, there's people. Um, you know, it's just, it's an inconvenience and it's unfortunate. Um, but hopefully this individual learns a lesson and hopefully others learn lessons from not doing this. Because it is easy to say, oh, I only had three drinks or I'm just looking down at my phone really quick like this isn't even like a drunk driving thing this is just a reminder not to be distracted driving either mm. yeah I mean everybody's texts and drives I mean I'll, I'll raise my hand I've done it I know you've done it I know I would say the majority of the people do it and it's it's terrible it takes one second to make a mistake and maybe he was fine driving but he just happened to like take the turn weird and just couldn't control the car I don't know. I was considering how drunk he was. Right. I'm, I'm just kind of saying, like, you know, if you ever lost, like, hit a bump weird or just not paid attention and no one was there, you mm-hmm. were lucky. But sometimes you're not always that lucky. Yeah. And so just to kind of end end the story of that night, yeah, he ended up getting coughed. They called for backup. He got coughed. They took him away. We are dealing with insurance. Uh, we are on the phone for at least 12 to 15 hours. From 7.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. We were back and forth on the phone. Back and forth and back and forth. And when I say all day, we mean all day. Maybe there was 30 to 40 minutes total where one of us was not on the phone. We both had different insurances. We're going back and forth. And then then the police, we were back and forth with the police because the officer that took the report went on, like, was off. And we had to find more of the detail with, who, like, the individual and his actual insurance because Mm -hmm. we didn't have it. Um. So he was officially charged with a DUI. Um, and and, um, and a hit and run. Hit and run. I'm assu- I don't know the definition yet of hit and run because, yes, he did come back and ring our doorbell, but that was like 15 minutes later, and he reversed his car out of the spot and drove it away. My guess is you cannot leave And he didn't call me. the police. And he did not call the police. So it's just talking about this really kind of aggravates me. And there's a few reasons why I wanted to create this episode. Um, you know, one of them is because I am so 
vulnerable on my episodes and it's just been like my life's journey these last few years i know kristen you've been a huge part of that and this is a freaking huge instance now as a part of my life and our lives and honestly somewhat traumatic and apparently it's not uncommon yeah apparently drunk drivers drive into houses and and cars and driveways and that's unbelievable for me to think about that that actually that actually happens i mean granted i'd rather them drive into a parked car with no one in it than a car filled with children and a family or anybody in it so and i would say the major reason that both of you and i just wanted to get on the microphone real quick was just to kind of reiterate do not drink and drive um it's not worth it it's it's just i don't know what's going to happen with this guy's life we were in bed doing nothing and our lives have already changed it's Granted, it's material as of the moment. I'm freaking annoyed and I'm pissed. And yes, it's, it's probably going to financially cost me. I, it, I, I yeah. had no desire for a new car. Yeah. Um, it's going to financially cost me. And I did nothing wrong. I was in my driveway. We were in bed. We were going to sleep. You literally were dozing off yeah. when that happened. And I'm most likely going to be out thousands of dollars. And that really freaking sucks when I just actually think about it. These last few days, I've kind of been getting getting over it a little bit because I haven't allowed myself to think that deep about freaking losing so much money. Um, and something you actually out. enjoyed. Like, you know, yeah, you even said that you, pr- before you got this car, it was like, okay, every, you know, two, three years, get a new car. And we're five years in for both our car. I feel the same way. Five years in for both our cars. Yeah. And we're, I think, you know, it's our car, the car that we actually enjoy. We, you know, they're, it's good for our dogs. You know, future kids. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I know we can kind of wrap this up here. We just want to kind of, one, tell the story because we did post the videos. We want everyone to kind of have an idea of what happened, what went down. Yes, he was caught. And, you know, maybe we can follow up on what the hell actually And we let the neighborhood know. I mean, that was yeah. that was big. And everyone in the neighborhood, we didn't say who it was. We kept that private. We just, you know, on wanted Facebook, to make it very media. clear yeah. to the neighborhood that speeding and people coming into this neighborhood that, you know, they need to be careful. Mm-hmm. And as I, as I said earlier, if one person hears this and, you know, hands the keys over, calls an Uber because of this, or doesn't drive in a, in a neighborhood or drive quickly in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. if anybody can hear this and it, it changes their life, just helps you make a, a better decision for that night. We're thankful we did this. Um, it blows. It sucks. It really sucks. In the next few few days, next few weeks will be rather interesting. I have no idea yet. Like I said, if my car is totaled, we assume that it is. Um, can't hope that it is at this point, I guess, right? Because yeah. it just got destroyed. It's just, so. yeah, it does not look good. So, yeah, I guess I'm car shopping in the middle of wedding planning, right? Yeah. Um, not really what I was planning on doing, so I'll have to figure that out. So if anybody has any cars they recommend, please shoot me a message, I guess. Um, wasn't really wasn't really planning on doing that but once again just wanted to get this out there so if you are listening to this and, and you are going out just remember this conversation no matter what side you're on you know if if, if you're thinking about getting behind the wheel um don't, just don't do it don't get an uber don't do it because there's people like us you know just innocent people walking the neighborhood walking the dogs out with their kids sitting at home that you have really just affect their lives not only just destroy yours too so yeah yeah i don't even what it pains me to think about what this guy just did like i we don't know who he is we don't know anything about him mm-hmm. but what if he is like a doctor what if he is 
got like something and I mean he spent the weekend or the, the night in jail I mean that that's doesn't go away it's on your record it's it's with you and I wouldn't say I necessarily expect an apology but I think that would go a long way if someone knocked on our door and said you know we are truly sorry what a mistake that was um, it's been three days now and we haven't heard a single word from, no. from them. I don't know if we ever will. We didn't know them ahead of time. That would honestly, I don't know about you, that would go a long way for me. Yeah. Is someone manning up, saying I screwed up, you know, now, now that he's sober. Yeah, he rang our doorbell 15 minutes later. But one, but he didn't speak English. hammered and doesn't speak English. I don't, what do you want me to do? You know, I'll call the police. Like, what do you want me to do? Yeah. Um, that would have been a terrible altercation anyways. Yeah. So, oh yeah. I don't even, I, I'm glad we didn't answer the yeah. door. I would have seen my, his bumper just in my car with him right behind. Like that would have gone well. No. Um, <laughs> and I would have noticed you how hammered he was too. So I would not have been very thrilled. Um, but anyways, we can go ahead and wrap that up. We just wanted to give a story. And like I said, please make a better decision. You could be changing your lives and changing the lives of other so many others that are just innocent people, innocent families, and their pets too, you know, because our pets are our family. So, all right, Kristen, thanks for doing this one. Yeah. We'll do a much better, a much happier one, much more fun one next time. We have to get to that, but that's gonna be a little longer. So this was a quick, easy one to do, and it just happened. And, you know, we're still kind of emotional from this and still experiencing some of the trauma from this. So, um, all right, everybody out there, take it easy, be safe, and I'll catch you next time on the Pursuit of Happiness podcast.